day, mate, Roxy Soxy. A good day, mate, Tam Tam. How are you, doll? Yeah, that is a very bad accent. <laughs> I need you to do it again. Okay, okay I need you to say, hi, Tam. How's it going? Uh, hope you're having a great day over in Australia. Hey, Tim Tam. How <laughs> Hey, hey. Wait, I, okay, let me get into my Australian. It's I have to say shrimp on the barbie. Shrimp on the barbie. Hello, no one Tim actually Tam. says that. I thought everybody says that every day. No they one drink, does. Don't they drink Fosters and eat shrimp on or the barbie Steve. every day? It's funny because my, my brother, I haven't seen him for a while. And by the way, everyone, I'm in Australia. That's why we're talking like this. But um, but my brother has said like, yeah, you should go with uh, his wife's name's Michelle. Yeah, she go with Michelle and go smash some yoga. I'm like, <laughs> smash some yoga. So it's like it's been a while since I've been back. So like all these weird colloquial, colloqu- how do you say uh, colloquialisms? Colloquialisms <laughs> um, is like they're just like things that I like. Old mate is a new one here. Like, oh, what's that? Mean? Like my 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 friend, my old mate, my old oh. mate. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of confusing for me too. And have you seen any scary, like deadly insects, like any crazy spiders or like just the women? (laughs) (laughs) The women are deadly here. They are. They are. But they're only deadly to the men because they're like super cool and like, you know, we'll drink you under the table. But no, I'm, I am i don't know if you, I mean, you know this, like we came here to surprise my mom, her first Mm -hmm. 70th birthday, because she had no idea that, um, that we were coming and it was a three day trip to get here and it was just so wild because um the fir- like the first time that we got from Nashville to our first leg of the trip Nashville to LAX Phoenix starts like vomiting like the minute we get to the airport and we had to change the flight and she had an allergic reaction and it's like all these things are starting to happen yeah and then um we had to change our flights to that afternoon and then i didn't tell you this but when we i think i well, maybe i did when we got on the second leg lennon starts vomiting <gasps> this is just horrible yeah and then phoenix we had to take to the emergency it was just like we thought she was her whole face was like all puffy and then we thought oh my goodness like she's having a massive allergic reaction and so they gave her all this like benadryl and then we thought Lennon was going to have the same reaction, but she didn't, but she was vomiting. So it was like, but was uh, without the puffiness. So we don't know what went down, but we shouldn't have made it to Australia. <laughs> but you did. But we did. And we got here. We got, is it the same? Oh, it's actually winter there now, right? Is yeah, it cold? It's not that cold. It's not that okay. bad. I was okay. really upset about it because I thought I'm going to miss the summer, but it's not that bad. Okay. It's not She's- as cold as I thought. Okay, that's nice. So you get a little bit of that. So you'll get a little bit of that when before you come back to the roasting so. pan. If yeah. we ever come back, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we won't come back. Maybe we'll just throw shrimp on the barbie for the rest of the year. By the way, when I went and saw my mom, um, um, I had this laser treatment. I think I told you that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my whole face was, like, peeling off. Like, when I saw her, I was like, she's going to think that I have literally, like, come out of – I honestly it looked like my whole face was burnt. Like, it's oh, pretty intense. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, a really gnarly, like, recovery, isn't it? I didn't know it was this long. Have you done any laser treatments on your face or skin? No, but I want to. And I was actually thinking I'm going to like 
check out your log of every day. Like how yeah. bad is it before I commit a hundred percent? Cause I'm always yeah. scared, not going to lie. Well, it was Kim Kardashian's doctor. So like, I was like, well, he's not going to screw up her face. So like, hopefully he won't screw up my face, <laughs> but it was, you know, when you go inside, it's like, it's, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. Hmm. And I do think that, you know, the price, um, the price is elevated when people give endorsements to doctors. So mm-hmm. I don't actually think you need to pay that much money for like laser resurfacing or skin resurfacing. Um, I think just certain doctors, because they have that like, oh, they're this person's doctor or they're JLo's doctor. They kind of up the price like so much, but I don't, I don't feel like it should be that expensive. Right. I feel like there's probably like other doctors or other places that could do it equally as good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I've heard the Morpheus eight is like the best, um, skin tightening procedure to do oh, for, okay. like okay. our age group, which is like, they literally, it feels like you're being stapled in your face. But I was like, well, anything for beauty. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's supposed to produce collagen. And then right. after four months, your whole face and your jaws and like your neck. Cause I feel like that's what's affecting me as I get older. It's the dolls. It's the sad. I don't mind the wrinkles, but everything just starts to sag around your cheeks and around your neck. And it's you know, that lap- to me is yeah, not yes. fun. That's it's the last lack of collagen and elasticity and gravity because gravity just as every year we get older, it's just more and more there. I know, you know, that's hard because like you think to yourself, I need to love myself. But then for me, loving myself is also, you know, making myself feel as good as I can feel. So if that's like laser resurfacing or if that's Morpheus 8 or even people who do Botox or get their boobs done or whatever it is, I feel like we shouldn't be in a judgment space anymore and we should just go whatever makes you feel better. Yes, I do believe in self-love and acceptance. I think that's the most important thing um, because some Botox is not going to fix your love for yourself. But I do think that if you want to do something to make yourself feel fresher, then then who cares, you know, like, because women, they go out there and when they don't do anything, it's like, oh, she needs to get a little something done. And then when you do get something done, it's like, oh, what have you done to your face? So it's yeah. like, you feel like you can't really win, um, you know, and that's where I'm trying to find a balance with it. Yes, that's so true. I mean, everybody should do what makes them feel happy. And you know what is going to make us feel happy? This next episode. <laughs> it's a good one. So yes. We should tell people that we really, really love this episode. We we chatted with your co-star from Pretty Little Liars, Ian Harding, right? Mm-hmm. This was like a little while back. And we just, every time we talk about this episode or we think about it, we literally cry laughing because yeah. there are so many fun bits in it. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, we thought it'd be a great idea to kind of bring it back and let people listen to it again. And it's the holiday weekend. So, yeah. you know. For us, we want to make sure that we're putting out the best content and we've got so many incredible guests lined up post-holiday, Memorial Day weekend in the, in America. So we thought, why don't we re-release this episode because it is just one of my favorites mm-hmm. and I, I've i never laughed so hard <laughs> in no. any of our episodes. So no, we're going to re-release the, the um, Ian Harding episode that's going to come up now. If you've listened to it before, I would listen to it again, honestly, because it is one of my favorites. And if you haven't, then you're totally in for a treat. So we are now going to let you guys hear that episode um, and definitely make your day better.
Yes. And you know what? I mean, you guys, before you go into this, just know that we, there, I mean, people are always open and honest with us, but Ian almost reached a new level of that in this episode. Oh yeah. He talks about pooping in a car, guys, pooping in a car, kissing Lucy Hale with, you know, his tongues. I would definitely, I definitely go, go, uh, go take a listen. Yes. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Have fun listening. Um, So I was on a little show, you might have heard of it or not, called what? (gasps) Pretty Pretty Little Little Liars. Liars. And we are popping out Pretty Little Liars Cherry right Mm. now with one of my favorites of favorites. This episode is going to be bomb. His name is... Introduce yourself. Do you want me to say it? I want you to say oh, your okay. name. It's Ian Harding. Ian uh, Harding. Harding. He played Ezra. <laughs> I sing everything. You're like, this is the most annoying podcast. No, I, no, I also, I, I've been sitting here the whole time with the mic in front of me. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, is this the intro part? <laughs> yeah. Like, do I, do I say something now? Yeah. So I didn't want to make it seem I like know. I know. How many podcasts s- have you done? Uh, only one. Only I one. Think. I'm so Ooh. sorry that I, how did I tra- entrap you? Oh, no. <laughs> Two. One. Two it's one. been a minute. It's been it's been. Well, a thank you for coming. I thank you for having me. I have so many questions for you. Fans have so many questions for you. Oh, great. But then you texted me before you came, and you're like, um, "What exactly are we talking about?" <laughs> so are you a little nervous to be here? I think some. I mean, especially with how easy it is for uh, certain people in the limelight to mm-hmm. step in their own uh, shit these days. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm like, so what is being exactly. discussed? Because I didn't want to get in here and be like, so what do you think about blah blah blah? And then suddenly I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I want to say, like, it. can we talk about the Lacroix I'm drinking, you know, like obviously I don't want to have some like, yeah, you know, wussy. Uh, You're not a wuss. Uh, well, thank you. You know what we want to give you the type of environment we want to provide is just we just having a chat about everything about you. And I didn't, I don't know that much about you because at, we never, we didn't really have scenes together. No, we didn't, and we didn't like hang out in our trailers, and we didn't get to know each other that well. And I've actually got to know you more off camera now that the show's over. Yeah, and I'm kind of really into you. Like, really? I really think Aww. you're such a good person. Oh, I do. I think you're a really good person. I think you're interesting. I think you're smart. I think you're talented. And um, we did meet in Paris that one time. Oh, yeah. That was bananas. <laughs> what was um, that? What was that? So we, this was, the show had just started. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was even the first 10 episodes. Or yeah, it was yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. season one. Season one. Because I was with um, somebody who is now a good friend, but a, a girlfriend at the time who I was visiting. You've gone through a few, actually. <laughs> I've I've had Ooh, now the yeah. truth comes not out. Like, not like a, like ten, but like a couple. Forty-seven. No, yeah. uh, okay, uh, that's no. a fair number. <laughs> she. So I was going and visiting her, and we were. This is a slightly pretentious story. Uh, uh, we're you know having this like sort of vacation, and we're uh, I, no, we were in the Louvre. You were yes. in the Louvre, yeah. And and I just happened to run into you. You like looked over, and I looked over, and I was like, Ian, no <laughs> all way. the way. To Paris, yeah. You, went, you could have just told me that you thought I was cool. You I was like, I just all me. the way to stalk you. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this will totally look yeah. not like totally. a coincidence. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was just, and then we started chatting, and that was actually one of the first moments. And that trip abroad was sort of my first experience with fame of any mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thankfully like. We didn't have the kind of fame where there was like there were hordes of paparazzi and I needed a security team. No. But it was it, the kind it, yeah. that like, you know, I, I realized when I went to see the Mona Lisa 
I saw all the flashes, and then finally I was like, they're kind of getting in my eyes. And I was thinking, what are they, Why are they bouncing pictures, off right? of? Mm-hmm. And then I realized it's because they're not taking photos of the Mona Lisa. People are taking photos of me. I know. And I was suddenly like a, oh, oh, oh wow. Like a very yeah. surreal oh, Yeah, experience. surreal experience. I remember the first time when I was 15 years old, and I was on a show called Home and Away, and I remember the first time someone came up to me and said, are you Tamman Sursok? They didn't say my character name. They said, are you Tamman Sursok? Can I get an autograph? And it was that moment that I knew my life was going to be different forever. Yeah. Is that what you felt? Yes. Yeah. And there was actually, it was very strange. I went for a run like the next morning, and mm-hmm. it was this like, I was imagining it was going to be this beautiful like jog yeah. on the sand or something like that. And and I had on my uh, I, my phone, or I guess it was an iPod at the time, uh, uh, Hotel California by mm-hmm. the Eagles, mm-hmm. and which is like a, a, a song that's sort of about the culture out here. And, and for, but for me, what it resonated as was this like was fame. And there was mm-hmm. this um, line in it that says, you know, you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. And I. You're I remember like, getting like oh, very right. teary-eyed, yeah. being like, "Oh, so this will be forever in some right, way," right. Mm-hmm. you know. Which thankfully it does dissipate uh, it, in terms of intensity, but like depending on what you're not, doing and what show mm-hmm. you're on, right, you know? right. And then I also then got a glimpse of like what it could be at a higher level, mm-hmm. and it kind of it definitely made me hesitant. You know, because mm-hmm. don't you want it all? Like I, I want fame. Well, no, sorry, that, that it came mm-hmm. out wrong. I want, <laughs> I want fame. I want it all. I want. For, for, for I want a. Career, I want a career. Yeah. Right. And I want to be an actor. Right. But I don't think I want any of that stuff. Yes, you you want the two things at once, and I say this all the time. Where I'm like, oh, I mm-hmm. want to be so sought after, and I want to do all the films and the shows and the plays and the podcasts mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah. And then I also want to be able to like sit in a coffee shop mm-hmm. and read a book. Mm-hmm. And like whenever I'm traveling, I love just, I'll just wander. Like I won't have mm-hmm. an, an itinerary. And I know you do the, you travel a lot as mm-hmm. well, but you'll do this thing where you just walk around and that's how you get a taste for like the area mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to going to this one tourist spot and, and you know, this museum or that site. But if you're insanely famous, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Mm-mm. I also realize I'm sitting in a very strange position here. <laughs> this couch is very They are recording you up your up vagina. My, my sphinct. Um, sphincter. So, yeah. Um, by the way, I do apologize. Yeah. We said sphincter. Speaking of sphincter. Um, <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, I do apologize if I seem a little sick or if just halfway through this. Why is it got to I do go with like, your sphincter? Hey. No, I was trying to make a segue. Okay, work. okay. But if I just do this, for instance. <laughs> as long and as your sphincter isn't sick, we we're all I good. I know. As long as your sphincter is in top, as as I know, is ta- in top shape. It seems pretty good. <laughs> pretty snug and and, uh, and and not chafed. Do you have references? <laughs> Do my sphincter? Oh, to, be, to, to validate? Or like yeah. people to, yeah, to validate your sphincter. I can make a few phone calls be like, hey, the last time you were there, what did you think? You know when you have babies, your sphincter isn't as tight, right? Oh, it's no. not. It lo- nothing's, kinda, nothing is yeah. as tight, but we <laughs> you're going to go red. We, <laughs> didn't, we had um, C-sections, so yeah. everything is totally fine down there. Uh-huh. But I even think, like, imagine if we didn't have C-sections, oh. how everything would just be a disaster. 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 I'm, glad, really? I'm glad I don't, like, laugh and pee or mm-hmm. sneeze and pee 
because I heard that that's what happens sometimes. Yes, and apparently after you give birth uh, vaginally, it looks like a murder scene down there. It's oh like yeah, yeah. the talk of the yeah. town, you know, that yeah. I've heard. The talk of the town. So see all these things you have to look forward to at some point. Is it kind of weird that I'm <laughs> not excited, excited oh, for it, yeah. but, like, yeah. but there's a little bit of kind of like, I don't know. I, it seems like uh, a pile of horseshit to me that that there's a lot of um, uh, shame on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people, I mean, exclusively women. Right. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, is, you know, like, yeah, why can't you just pull it together afterwards? When, for instance, I was 10 pounds. I, my, both daughters <gasps> are 10. Exactly. Yeah. Connection. And my mom. Connected through big babies. Pushed them out. Like for, did through her vagina. Oh, yeah. Wow. And she was never the same. And <laughs> I would have, like, how do you know that? Because my she dad told me that. <laughs> no, no, in the <laughs> sense of like she. And then we 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 put this weird thing with with people or again women uh, that it's that's like somehow be embarrassed of it, and it's kind of insane. I mean. There's a lot of patience that needs to be had with men, Mm -hmm. I've heard, because, again, we had C-sections. But just with men in general postpartum, because I'm still kind of in that postpartum, and your emotions are all over the place. Mm. And you're angry, and you're sad, and you're happy, and you're joy. It's just kind of like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And men don't really understand that. It hasn't been like a class in school to teach men how to deal with, like, you know, women who've just had babies. And I feel like men feel sort of left out in the cold, and they've lost their best friend in a way. Because women's priorities shift, especially in the first, you know, couple of years. And I feel like men need to like kind of almost band together with other guys and like have some support as well. Cause I think men go through postpartum as well. Can I, yeah. can I ask you a question? Uh, Anything. In reference to. <laughs> Open so, book. Uh, I, I, I did this thing a little while ago and I was with a bunch of other actors that I was like the only person in this group that did not have a child. And, you know, they were talking about the various things that they went through and, and one of them brought up the fact that he said um, he like loves his wife more than mm-hmm. any human alive and and they are in such a great place but after his daughter was born mm-hmm. um there was a little bit of like he realized for a moment that he may have loved his daughter more than his <gasps> wife and is that something that either of you have ever felt so i actually talked to my therapist about that today okay. interesting and I said, for me, the foundation of my marriage is almost more important than my children. But mm. that being said, if I had to, if my child was about to walk into oncoming traffic, I would throw my body without even mm-hmm. thinking about it. There wouldn't even be a real, like, there wouldn't even be a split second decision. I would just do it. I would kill myself for my child. Mm-hmm. If my husband did that, I'd be like, yo, moron, get back here. Like, I don't know if I would voluntarily, I love him so much, but I don't know if I would voluntarily kill myself (laughs) or my husband. So I guess I do love my children maybe more. It's a different love though. You want, your children don't, you have to take care of them. You have to kill yourself in a way for them, even psychologically. Like you have to give something up for them. Whereas your, your husband has to be his own person. What yeah. do you think? I agree. I agree. You know, it's funny. I've, I've had that talk before with, with my husband, David, and it's like with, with the life raft, right? And there's only two life preservers. And who do you mm-hmm. give it to? Obviously, I was like, well, my daughter and I would get the life preservers. Right. We'd see it like <laughs> yeah. in the next life, you, you can know? Swim. Yeah, you yeah. can swim. But it's funny, you know, with my husband, as far as like if he, if I feel like he loves her more than myself, 
Yes, I do at some points. Mm -hmm. It depends on sort of where we are too, like in our relationship, like if we're feeling particularly close Mm -hmm. or, you know, for fighting, like different variables, but that's the only person I'm okay with him loving more. Now, if it's anybody else in the world, I'm like, what the fuck? No, hello, like it's, it's, you know, it's about me, but it's the only time I'm okay with it. My insecurity though, my insecurity would not like it. Like, yo, if he... Yes, lo- my, uh, yeah. my, the insecurity in me would not love the, if he loved my child more than me, although I love... I don't know. It's a weird so, one. So neither of them, uh, neither of your husbands has told you as much? <laughs> I think they're smarter. Than yeah. 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 They want to keep their balls. Yeah. yeah. They don't I mean, want them chopped off. okay. Like, if it's, if it's just one of it's these things It's your child, where yeah. To, to, to have it not... You know, to have it come and go in the yeah. sense of like, you know, the intensity of love or whatever. It can it can ebb and flow. It seems yeah. like, you know, not being in that situation. Yeah. But I could be wrong. So I wanted to talk to you about this because we actually had never talked about it. So you and you're very open about the fact that your mom has lupus. Yeah. Right. I don't know a lot about lupus. So um, how explain a little bit about that and how it's changed your way of life. Yeah, I um, my mom got uh, was diagnosed with lupus when I was a child. Mm. She's had it for almost thirty years now. Uh, might actually be no, no, uh, yeah, almost thirty years. And lupus is an autoimmune disease. And when people hear that phrase, they immediately mm-hmm. think of like HIV or AIDS right. or something, which is an autoimmune disease. But with um, with AIDS, it's an underactive immune system mm-hmm. as opposed to lupus. And I'm also, by the way, completely oversimplifying this. It's lupus is many different things and Mm -hmm. it affects each person differently and there are several different types. But sort of a brief description is that uh, lupus is an overactive immune system. Mm -hmm. And so it will attack healthy tissue, it will attack your joints, it will attack your nervous system. It's a very, very insidious disease. Mm -hmm. And my mom has been lucky in that uh, for her it's mainly been um, a she hasn't had many flares, which is where um, when somebody is in a lupus flare, they're usually their energy dips to like non-existent mm-hmm. um, or they have swelling in certain types of their, or in certain parts of their body. Um, there's like a hospital visit, you know, it's, it's, it's bad. Mm. Um, she hasn't had many of those, but she throughout her life has had this sort of um, the, the thing where she would just be incredibly fatigued mm-hmm. Or um, her legs would just suddenly swell up. Mm-hmm. Or uh, one Christmas day, I think this was a couple. This was like five, six years ago now. <clears throat> it seemed like she was having a heart attack, mm. and we're like, "Oh, we got to go to the hospital. You're having a heart attack," mm-hmm. even though we don't really have a history of like heart disease in mm-hmm. our family. Um, and uh, she gets to the hospital, and she's not having a heart attack, um, but there was something involving like lupus kind of going at parts of her heart. Mm. Um, it can, it can lead to a whole bunch of other stuff. It's really nasty. The great thing is, um, is that I got a mother who was a already very strong. Like mm-hmm. she retired, um, a little while ago as a, as a full like captain in the Navy. Wow. Wow. Oh, geez. Yeah. She's a, she's a boss, a boss B. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but because she couldn't always be there, even though she wanted to be, mm-hmm. we it created this very honest relationship mm. that she would say, like, you know, I know that it's a big tournament, but I can't make it today because um, I am not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I got 
this parent who was honest with me, mm-hmm. who also wasn't like, I feel like sometimes you would see the, uh, the and it feels like in a society uh, as well, we see the mother as like martyr mm-hmm. and just right. needs to be the all-knowing ever pre- and that's just impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the and the victim at the same time. Mm-hmm. She's human, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. And so as a result, you know, today, for for many different reasons, uh, uh, my mom is is a very is a is a very close friend, and and not in the weird way that you sometimes see on like Tinder profiles. Like my mom's <laughs> yeah, yeah. my best friend, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. steer clear of that motherfucker <laughs> yeah. because yeah. that's a whole bag of can of worms. Yeah. Um. But but it, in a way that like she is. She has multiple things at once to me now, which is like a mother mm-hmm. and still like anytime I get near the like the kitchen cabinet in the house, like I I, I can't go near it because then she's going to tell me every single thing that right. is in that. Thing. And she's like, well, I got this. Answer. So right. I got granola bars and I, you're, I know you're not really doing sugar. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I, I literally just wanted, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. walking past it. <laughs> you don't have to tell me everything. You don't have to tell me. Yeah. So she's like both a mother, but also a friend. And then also this person that I respect and is like, a colleague at the same time. It's really, it's kind of wonderful. So how did that, like her having lupus, how did that affect you? Did you ever go through like any sort of depression? Like how did, if so, how did you work through it? Mm -hmm. You had loss? Yeah. You know, I, I, it was, uh, I sort of went through stages because the one thing we weren't told Mm -hmm. was that when she was diagnosed, uh, it, it, when she got the diagnosis at that point in time, uh, as because of where the medicine was, from point of diagnosis, mm-hmm. it was an eight-year life expectancy. Wow. And wow. didn't know that until, no joke, probably five or six years ago, mm-hmm. when she had already had it for 20-some-odd years. Um, my mom was sort of in the mindset of like, no, I'm not going to be that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so she managed to like live within and, and she lived very well. It was very healthy. She's also a nurse herself mm-hmm. as a medical professional. So that helped. Um, but I, I, did I have depression? Or a sense of, of loss, you know mm. what I mean? Or grief. Cause you weren't going to have, or you didn't know at the time that you're going to lose a part of your mother that you thought is never, you're never going to get that back. Um, I, I was afraid at first that she was going to die. I do remember mm. having like an episode at, in school where I was like, I just know it. Like she's gonna get, yeah. you know, mm. and uh, she's your safety. She mm. is, and and but thankfully, my dad was also very good at the time, and he said, mm-hmm. you know, your mother isn't isn't gonna die from this and all sorts of other stuff, which was he didn't know, mm-hmm. but he was very assuring mm-hmm. and and very, you know, he was also present and in my life mm-hmm. uh, for the whole time as well. Um, Did they stay together? No, they they divorced when I was in high school, right. but for reasons really having nothing to do with lupus. I think just like being alive and being married and all sorts of other stuff. My but, therapist said to me that two people that are separated but are constant and there for their children, the children do better in those environments than two people that are together that can't work their problems out. Yeah, can I? I mean, oh, please. I gotta no, say, no. I, I lucked the fuck out when it comes mm. to. The divorce uh, lottery. I don't think that's. I mixed a bunch of metaphors. We can make it one now. Um, <laughs> yeah. In the lottery of life and love, um, because my my dad remarried when I was in college, and the woman that he, he got became married to um, has two children mm-hmm. who I'm very close with, and my um, my stepsister lives up in Northern California, has mm-hmm. this farm, and. My stepbrother Aaron is this architect and mm-hmm. is like just they're wonderful people. And so, and then I think you're right. 
I did get two devoted parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of the situation at home was like, uh, it was tough, but I was a junior and, a, and then, you know, a senior in college as the separation and then the divorce mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. And it was um, as, as painful as it was, it was so needed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's this book called The Obstacle is the Way mm-hmm. by Ryan Holiday. And getting it on Amazon right getting now. Getting it on yeah. Amazon right now. Buy it now. <laughs> In it, he talks a lot about, he, he goes into like stoic philosophy and, and um, sort of principles. And then he also combines a little bit of Buddhism and modern day sort of uh, thought. But one of the things that he talks about is that that so often we look at the thing that hurts the most mm-hmm. and we say, oh, this will break me. This will mm-hmm. not make me stronger. Mm-hmm. And it is always the opposite, which is. You don't know that at the time, though. Yeah. You don't. I mean, I've don't. had a really shitty two years and I didn't think I'd get out of it. Really? Why was it so shitty? Oh, God. Do you even want to begin? I mean, I had <laughs> back-to-back miscarriages. My mm. dog got eaten by a coyote. Our house went down the hill. My do- I almost lost the daughter that I just had. My husband did a movie and like I, he was gone for a period of time. I had to, like, it was just, it was, Holy shit. It was mm-hmm. a, a lot of shit, you know? But I look back at it now and I'm so grateful because I do believe that things happen to you, happen for you, not to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. without all the shit that we've been through, I wouldn't have been able to have a better marriage and have the child that I have now and start this podcast mm-hmm. with Roxy. Yeah. I mean, everything's a gift or it's, or it's not. So it's like, it's your choice mm-hmm. of which way you go. And it is up to you in, in how you process things. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did you process it? Grief, a lot of anger. Mm. Cause there's four stages of grief. One, mm-hmm. once it, the first one, first stage is, um, like disbelief. Mm-hmm. Then it's mm-hmm. anger. Then it's depression. Then it's <clears throat> acceptance. And so I just went through all those four stages until some point I just felt I accepted my situation that I was in and everything got better. Yeah. Damn. Wait, Ian, how did you process the divorce? Like, how did you sort of deal with that? What tools did you? I mean, thankfully, both my parents were like longtime believers in therapy and there was no. Uh, Yeah, therapy. Definitely. We. I need, Roxy, yes, we I need to need go to more to, therapy. We need to go to marriage oh, counseling. Do you, no, like, but I need you to. You do. I have you ever been? To, I went, you know, we did premarital counseling before we got married. Did that help, like, Roxy? You're was, still trying to steal your husband's was, sperm. I, I don't know if it this helps. Is, this is the other debate in our house. My husband does not want a second child. Mm. And I do, so I'm on, always trying She's to always steal his sperm. He's always trying to steal his sperm. Yeah. Whoa. It's a thing. How does <laughs> Trying I mean, to trap him. Trying to trap him. Like, is just, it, does, is it really you're kind of going at it and he's about to maybe yes. coitus interrupt us and you're like, ha. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Would you be mad about it? Yeah. Would you be mad? Uh, I think if, if, if it felt like a trick, then yeah. sure. <laughs> but it, in the, I mean. It's, it's not really a trick. It's, a it's trick yours, Roxy. I think like. <laughs> once it's left the body, it's hers. Yeah. Once it hits me. Right. Once it's mine. You know, once it hits her in the eye, <laughs> it's hers. It's mine. As it's long as mine. I think it'd be weird if, you know. <laughs> You started doing things like placing, you know, like a computer out with like streaming live porn on it or yeah. something Just and so a so tissue can, box in your body. Yeah. And then yeah. later and you, yeah. like come, you like go through the trash and like, here's that tissue. And you're like, no, I said not, a turkey baster. I was like, run for the hills, use a condom, get a turkey baster and just go, go for to town. it. I was like, go really? for it. Yeah. That's how they try to get pregnant these days. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. If, like, I, don't a tra- know. <laughs> I don't know. Would that be a turn on Ian? Tell uh, me the truth. I don't know if somebody was like, ha I'm going to get pregnant. I mean, 
I'd be like, no, uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that's not my, uh, I just yeah. see years of commitment and like child support and that doesn't, that yeah. doesn't really yeah. pop a wood for me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, years of paying somebody else. Um, how do we get onto this topic? I don't know. <laughs> I was going to, and this is the next question I was going to ask you. Do you believe in an afterlife? Which is such a weird segue. <laughs> oh, you know. But do I, you? I, I am unsure the in the same, sense yeah. I used to be, um, I mean, full disclosure, like when I first got to LA, I was like just a, like a screaming atheist because mm -hmm. I, I didn't like how, um, a, a lot of the, the major organized religions were handling both, um, the LGBTQ community mm -hmm. and because my sister is gay and, I didn't know that. and I, and I, and then also just, there were several people in my life at that moment mm -hmm. who were so sure mm -hmm. and they really just believed in something wholesale purely to make up for the fact that they were a terrible person mm -hmm. and they made no real effort to change. But they're like, look, God forgives. I'm like, I don't think he forgives you. Right, like, right. think, God accepts. Think, that's that's what right. should be the motto. Mm -hmm. Right. But like if you're not making any actual effort. So so there was a whole thing that I went through. And now, now especially as I've gotten older, um, my aunt is a really brilliant you know, sort of theologian and teacher. Hmm. And we would have these conversations that are, um, they're more philosophy than mm -hmm. anything else. Mm -hmm. And she, she's like a devout Catholic, but the sort of like, I don't want to say mystic Catholic because that's not really a thing, but she sees a lot of like the saints and the story of, mm -hmm. of Jesus and everything as like, as a parable and as, as like symbols in our lives. And so to answer your question from, now, like 40 minutes ago, uh, is there an afterlife? <laughs> I don't know. And, and I'm okay with not knowing. Um, I think, uh, I'm all right with, um, a little more nuance in my life. And if, if for somebody like, I take it, you believe in an afterlife. Yes. Or is um, I did. Did. And then I didn't really. And now I'm kind of in the middle. Mm. I think like Roxy, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to put words in her mouth. She can let us know about her thoughts, but when I saw my child's face yeah, and I heard her heartbeat for the first time and it came from nothing, mm -hmm. I can even cry talking about this, anything's possible. Yeah. Like I can't explain to you how nothing became her. Mm -hmm. And she is pure perfection that there has to be something greater than this to have created that. Yeah. And so now I believe in something. I don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. I think we all just told stories, Chinese whispers and all, it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think we all just got confused along the way. Mm -hmm. But it's like I, when I had children, I started to believe in magic because when you first hear a heartbeat, Again, anything is possible, right? Yeah. So uh, that, that's my answer, that it that maybe, and I would rather live thinking there is and get there and go, thank God I'm right. Or if there's not, how will I even know? Right. So, Roxy? I think for me, you know, I think, <coughs> too, I agree with you, it changed. It be became even more believable to me once I had a child. Mm -hmm. But also it helps me with my fear of death to think about an afterlife. Ugh, I have such a I fear. Am, I have such a phobia and a Same. fear of death that I will lay in bed. And like Tim and I both have this where we lay in bed sometimes at night, like 
so anxious thinking about the, and I don't Same. know if it's, because when you become a parent as well, you've got so much more to worry about. So that sort of goes through your head. But for me, it helps me deal with that condition a little bit better to think that there, this isn't the end. Right. And so that there's like more after this and that I'll get to be around, you know, get to be with my daughter more and my husband and those I love. So it yeah. helps to kind of deal and cope with that fear for me. Is it a, is it a, mm-hmm. um, the fear of death, mm-hmm. is it uh, the fear of like nothingness afterwards or is it a fear of a painful death or an early it's, death? Or I what think is it's it? a, a fear of the unknown. So yes, it's like a fear that, yeah. of like going through the mm-hmm. process of death, not knowing what that is and seeing like what is on that other side, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. so it's kind of, for me, it's like the fear of the unknown and just like the finality of it. I the way yeah. it seems, you know? Yeah. I couldn't even talk about it with my husband for like a decade. I couldn't even talk really? about death. Um, <clears throat> but now I have an interesting take that when I saw my daughter, the second daughter, Lennon, for the first time, I was like, maybe I believe in past lives. Whoa. Because she came out so different from her sister, and I almost thought she knew the pain we'd been through because we gave birth to one of, well, I say birth, it was four months, we, we had a miscarriage, and like I felt like she knew. There was yeah. some energy about her, and I feel like it's all energy, and maybe there is past lives. You know what? It's interesting you say that, Tamman, because I was talking to somebody about reincarnation, mm-hmm. and they said that the people that you're with now, you have lived a past life with, mm-hmm. and it could be in totally different roles. So, for example, my husband could have been my child in a past right, life, right. and it's like, yeah. Depending on the dynamic of your relationship, if it's combative, if it's you know very loving, it's like all different. All these different factors factor into like who they were. Was that your mom? Your life. <laughs> yeah, no. Was that your mommy? Tamba, you were my mama. Yeah. Yeah. You wow. my dog, Ian. I, what's that? You my dog. Yeah. I, I I you know there was this great. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna butcher this. Um, but there was this interview that I remember watching with Larry King. Mm-hmm. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, and in it, I think Larry King was talking about his his like his intense fear of death or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, Tyson basically says to him, like, "Well, so before you were born, what was that like?" And Larry King's like, "I, I have no idea." And he goes, "So, what makes you think that it would be different than when you die?" If if especially like we think about energy and how it is made and then it is it it is sort of like fizzles out and then is brought back into whatever that environment it's in Mm -hmm. and reused, recycled and and no energy is ever lost, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm also uh, simplifying something, but (laughs) that when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah. So I don't need to necessarily worry about the death part. Because it's it's a nothingness that is so complete mm-hmm. in the sense mm-hmm. of you're not sad or happy or scared. It's just literally like, whoo. yeah. And that actually made me feel so much more comfortable. Roxy and me are shaking. Know, we're like, we're like, shaking right now. We're like, yeah. And I and I. He's at peace. That's why he's a good guy, Roxy. Exactly. You can tell we call him energy. And I was like really high when I was watching it. And I was like, oh my I was God. No. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, no. So that that was like, that's where I think I am with that. You know, mm. of course, nobody wants to be like hit by a bus. Like anybody that's like, yeah. I'm not afraid of death. I'm like, yeah. if somebody said like, I'm going to stab you a bunch of times with like a million needles, yeah. then you're, then you're a sociopath because yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah. But like, but yes, the actual like after the moment of like, 
Ah. <laughs> like, people die. They just collapse. And yeah. And that's how they die, too. <laughs> right? Really like, damn it. Yeah. No. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about a little bit about dating, but we're not going to have to say names, okay? Yeah, sure. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's a deal breaker in a relationship for you? Deal breaker? Mm-hmm. Um, what can't you put up with? Oh, um, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I've got <laughs> – so many rules. Your period. <laughs> I mean, let's hear the list. <laughs> I I think honestly, for me, um, I either a lack of not like lack of honesty. I mean, because I had a, I was in a relationship. Big fat liars don't work. Big fat liars. They Pretty little liars work. work. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Bring it, there. All, Bring back it all, all back. Full circle. circle. <laughs> um, you know, I was in a relationship like years and years ago where. Um, I was, I was made to feel that I was, uh, either not enough or that, um, this person had a lot of issues herself mm-hmm. and, um, and made, made it seem like. It was your fault? I, yes. <laughs> and then in fact, yeah. I had some of these and issues. And then you were gaslighted that you thought that you did. Absolutely. This is way before I knew what gaslighting was God, or what it was to be gaslit. Um, but I, I actually went and saw uh, a therapist about it and um and we were chatting and I was like look uh <laughs> look I um you know I'm in recovery from my my sex addiction and he goes what? hey just to clarify who diagnosed you with that and I was like well no I mean I read this book and he was like okay what makes you think you have a sex addiction and I described like what was clearly a Just healthy a normal desire <laughs> yeah, to, have to have sex. sex. And he was like, what? Who said that to you? And I was like, well, um, this relationship that I'm currently in. Because I had a with, couple times, yeah, sex yeah. a couple you know, times a week. With uh, Stacey Lou Jimbob is what I'll say her name is. Um, I like the last name. And, yeah, Jimbob. And uh, that was all her first name. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but she, But she made me like feel like I was some sort of addict. And he was like, Ian, you're not. What else do you feel? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, like I did this thing once and I totally deserved um, to be, uh, I, I was, I was, it was a showcase for the school that I, I went to um, and for college and we had this showcase program and I, um, and I did like very well and that like triggered her in many ways. And she like right before I left, cause we got into this huge blowout mm-hmm. fight um, and she like went up to me in the elevator bay of this place where everybody was staying and, and she, um, like put her hand up to my cheek and she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's okay. It's okay. And I, I, I watched this happen on her face. It like her face changed. It like altered. And in a moment I was like, oh shit. And before I could do anything, she like, <gasps> Cold. No, no. And like put left this like gash down the side of my face. Oh my and so God. I had to go into meetings the next day with this um uh like scar down. And I'm scar. I mean it, it it healed like in the next day. She didn't like leave stitches, but again, here's me trying to justify it. <laughs> right. I'm like, She's totally okay. normal. I mean it wasn't okay. the baseball. It was a love yeah. Yeah. Um but it was weird. I was in that with that therapist too, and he was like, "So in the abusive relationship that you're in, I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't abused." And he yeah. goes, "Yes, you were." How long did you stay in that relationship? I was in for like a year and a half. Wow, it was rough. Wow. Uh, 
but is that the woman I saw in Paris? No, 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 no. Sorry, you literally said her name. No, I don't no, know if you said her name. Stacy uh, Jim Bob. I did not know she that the my my friend from Paris is still a your great friend, friend from Paris that you were sleeping with. I was literally with. just in England and hung out with her. She was great. Did she stay with you at your hotel? No, no, no. no. Oh, she lives in England oh, okay, because okay, she okay. is British. So did you stay at her place? No, no, no. I, in her I was bed. Up in, in, uh, Hampstead Heath in the whole <laughs> London. So I don't know. Answer your question from what do I not like in a relationship? I suppose every question takes like forty five minutes to answer. Uh, uh, but honestly, a big thing got funny. Like mm, it has, has to, to be, be funny. funny. Yeah. And I and and not because I'm a comedic genius. Clearly, I'm not. Has to like, laugh at your jokes, right? Oh no! Yeah. Don't appease me. If you can make <laughs> fun <laughs> of me from what I've said, but at least it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like that's sarcastic, dry. Is that the kind of like humor you like? All of it. All, in the, all sense of the of like, above. If, for instance, how, um, you know, so life can be tricky, mm. as you know. Right. And anybody that can find humor in. The pain of life. Of the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, in like the, the worst moments. The depression. <laughs> oh, right, right. So good. Yeah. Complete shit show. I always say, and I've said this a few times, don't waste your pain. Laugh through mm. your pain. Like, Use you it. know, comedy yeah. is mm-hmm. all based in pain. Yeah. Um, if you can bring that to the table, because we're all living this communal experience um, and we're trying to get through it, you know, and some of it's amazing and some of it, it sucks shit. Like it's, yeah, yeah. you know, it's horrible and mm. you just Important have to too. suck just shit. <laughs> no, I and it came out wrong. I was going to say like something to do with shit. And now I'm like, oh, suck shit. It's now just I'm a like, bag of <laughs> shit eating. That's what it is. I don't want to eat shit ever. No. Although yeah. the other day I have. <laughs> I was like, don't you have children? I feel like at some point you have. The other day I, kn- I knelt on the carpet and I was like, what is warm under my knee? I knelt in shit. I knelt in it. Wait, so in the car you put your knee down and there was no, shit? No, I was not kneeling in my car, Roxy. <laughs> I was kneeling at my home okay. on my carpet and there was shit on my carpet. Shit was it? I don't know. It could be your a husband. dog. It could be a baby. <laughs> it could be my husband. He's like, you know what? I've had someone, shit, someone shit on the carpet. Take I'm hoping shit, right? it's not my husband. If there is, there's probably more issues that we need to deal yeah. with. Um, but my knee was covered in shit and I was so mad. I was yelling at the ether and I was like, Fuck! Yeah. Because like I've, I'm done with cleaning up shit. I have so many dogs. Yes. I have you know kids. <laughs> kids. I'm done. Do I have three dogs. I lost one. We had four. Whoa. I have two kids. I'm done with having my hands in shit and piss. I'm done. <laughs> Again, yeah. you see done. what I look forward to, Ian. Because oh hell yeah, there are times of the day when you look down and you're like. Oh my yeah. god! I have shit on my shirt. Or chocolate. Like four hours. Yeah. You think it's Please shit or chocolate? Be she's chocolate. I always <laughs> go. Is it? Like, sometimes I. One time I just licked it, it and I was <gasps> like, "Thank God it was chocolate because this yeah. could have been a very different experience." Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I had. <laughs> I had an experience where. Right. I, Tell us. Here. I was. Tell us. Yeah. I I was like running outside and I kept kind of doing this thing and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about but like, <laughs> um and I. I didn't know that, I don't know, this might be a gross thing. Recently with this cold that I'm battling. Um, that I've never, like you're not even sniffing or anything. You're no. just telling people that so yeah, they don't I have just, to touch you. Says, I'll, fake cold. I'll go, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. No, that uh, was. And then come back and then that I try and act. Like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I don't know where I was going with that shit on our bodies. No, please like, tell oh us. God. I feel like we interrupted. Go yes, tell us about you. I did have, you know, the one, this is this is an offensive story. Good, I, Good. we like uh, that. <laughs> Being, uh, I feel like my place now is is very 
clean because I had this one moment where uh, where's this going? I I I don't know why this came up. You were saying shit in the car, and I was like, this story came into my brain. I guess I'm gonna go with it. This could be the end of my career. I so my dogs. I have two dogs, and they are maniacs, and so I have to take them to dog parks yeah. to like so that they don't shit. Uh, kill neighbors. And yeah, and shit inside as well. And one day I um I had been doing this. Uh, I had to, I had to like get in shape for something. Yeah. So I was eating a lot mm. of meat, and I usually don't like to eat a lot of meat. Yeah. It's like it's just I don't. It doesn't feel good. It's not yeah. great for the world. Hooray, hurrah! Uh, and like I hadn't, I was kind Poops. of blocked yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been yeah. Gone a few days, <laughs> and uh, I decided like you know what, I'm going to treat myself this morning. I've been eating very well and whatever. <laughs> and there's like a drive-through Starbucks or something like that. Mm. And and I go up and I and I order like a coffee, like a big milky latte. And then oh, I got God. like some sort of I was like, what muffins do you have? Like, we yeah. have a blueberry muffin. <laughs> I'm eating, I was like, this is really just a brand muffin, but no, that's all right. Oh shit. And what exactly, like- yeah. And, <laughs> and I get to the dog park and they're running around. And it's as if it was that scene from Dumb and Dumb. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) You know where Jeff Daniels is like. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the rumbling in this. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, Mochi, Bailey, Bailey, we got to go. Got to go. And then, of course, he's playing with this other dog. And and the woman's like, no, I think they're playing well. I'm like, shut up. You know, and I'm like, and I just like, yeah, right. Like, wrench the dogs away. And I get to the car. And, of course, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe the fastest way home would be to hop on this highway. It's block. <laughs> and so I, I realized, did not shit in the car. So oh my god! You. Oh no! Well, I pull off into the side street, and it's <laughs> it's coming. Like there's no there's no <laughs> oh stopping gosh. at this point. And and it's been a while, so it's clogged up. It's been yeah. a minute, and <laughs> and I'm like, I I've never had this experience in my life to the point where I'm like, I I feel for those who have had dysentery in the, you know, <laughs> the 1850s, and. And I pull off to this like little alleyway and I realized like (laughs) I was going to go try and crack the alleyway, but like school is clearly in session. And so there are kids walking by and I'm like, oh my gosh, God, it's happening. And so my dogs are there and they have their leashes and they have the little bags. Oh Oh my gosh. And I I was like, here we go. Life lesson. And just like right in the car. And I get pretty much all of it into the bag. Where behind a tree? No, this was in my driver's seat. Um, and so I, my stomach hurts so bad. Yeah, I'm it mine did too. Uh, and then it didn't because it all came out into a bag. And uh, <laughs> and then I get out. This is the best story I've ever heard. So I mean, I guess where did this come from? It's all along with saying like I'm used to shit because I. Oh my god! Does that happen sh- again? No. But my dog, I'll never forget the look that my dog gave me. <laughs> never looking at the it same It was again. of no. understanding oh of like, oh my I know. gosh. I know what it's like. This is I'm my life. Gosh. I shit in a bag, yeah. you know? I don't think we it can top bad. that. I think we should finish up. Like, this should be the end of our podcast. God. I think we, we have no, to end. I feel like. No, no, no. Not with you, but just this episode <laughs> needs to be done. <laughs> okay. We have to finish on top. Yes. Like, we can't get better than this. We've I've covered a lot. Something. I mean, we've no. had, like, you know, the nature of existence, <laughs> afterlife. Oh, my gosh. Shitting in a bag. bag. But that's what we're going to call. That's what we're going to hit it. Like, shit in a bag. That's what the end Ian Harding shits in a bag. On his second podcast ever. 
that's going to be? Yeah, if Lisa you was- text me and say, please, you know that shit story, please don't include it. I'm just not going to answer you Keep back. It. I, I, I don't really care. I'm going to be like, I blocked you. You're like, you Tamara's going to be like, I don't know. I, I oh, hope my it kind of damages stomach. whatever no, semblance of I image I have. Because I don't want to. Yeah. I think because people, oh I see God. these auditions oh and meetings God. that are like, you know, he's extremely handsome or something. I'm like. Fuck this. I'm like, I, I just wanna, You're like, I shit in a bag, okay? I just want to become like, I want to hit 40 and then let it all go. Really? You need something to dirty your image a little bit. You're too oh my like, clean and good. Like, right. There's just like, we, this is this Poop is in it. a bag. Do you have this any other stories? It. Um, I, it's funny because yeah. I looked down and it said, uh, what is something people don't know about you? And I feel like, <laughs> I feel we like we just That's covered it. that. Boob in the bag. Like Shit in the bag. There you that. go. There you go. Okay, now we have to ask before you leave a few PLL questions. Great. People yes. are going to like kill us. Okay. Can, I, can, I, can I confess yes. one thing to you guys? Do can it. You guys tell me. Okay. Because tell me. I have never seen the show. Really? Yes. Get out! Stop! I, I actually didn't I watch. Know. Did you watch every episode? No. I, actually, I stopped watching I after never. season three or two. Just only because, same, not because same, I, I same, hated same. the show or something. No, 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 no. Loved it and was very grateful, but but I, I just, you can't watch yourself after a while. No. Because I would find myself being on set, like yeah, yeah, yeah. aware and directing myself yeah. from outside of myself. And it's so you guys wouldn't sit there on like a Thursday night when it came If I knew TV I was going to have a good scene, no. I wanted to see what it looked like. And it never f- looks as good as it felt. He, I, I feel. No, although my dad, um, <laughs> I think for the last, definitely the last three or four seasons, every... Tuesday? What was that on Tuesday? Yeah. Um, uh, he would have a viewing party with like his neighbors and friends and it became this huge potluck. And one or two times I was home at the time and and it was amazing. And and my dad would also like occasionally not make fun of it, but, yeah. but he would basically Put be like, you down. what's going to happen, Ezra? You know, like even though yeah. I told him what was going to happen. Yeah, like uh, I have the script. So yes, no, I, other than those, I hadn't really, I hadn't really watched it. No. Okay, so a few questions. Um, mm-hmm. My audition was the worst audition I've ever done. Really? Right. I actually told uh, Marlene in the room that I should leave because that was abominable, right? And then they didn't give me the, well, they gave me the role. No, I auditioned for Spencer and they said, well, you can play this blind girl, but you don't get to talk, <laughs> but, you don't get to, but you don't get to talk in the pilot. So I actually had to audition or send tape after the first, after the pilot because they didn't even know if I could act or they didn't even know if I could be good because I was mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my question is, was your audition, how, like what was the experience for that? You know, I was insanely, insanely lucky. Uh, get ready for this douchebaggery. Uh, I this was my first pilot audition in Los Angeles. It was pretty little. Screw liars. you. Yeah, and because it was, uh-huh. my agents were like very straightforward. They're like, "Hey, statistics never happen." Yeah. yeah, like you're not gonna get this. And yeah. then like a in like a bad way. They're like, "Go in and like practice yeah. and yeah. like you just cut your teeth in the room." And because I had no warm up. Yeah, I just went in. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, this guy's, like, it's a love story. Yeah. You know, I think I could see the kind of people that I was, like, in the casting area with. And they were all, like, kind of like the bad boys. And so it would be like, he's got an edge. Uh-huh. And then I walked in looking like, you know, the poor man's Kennedy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I was just like, yeah, I talked to this person like a person. And they're like, he's got something. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and I, he's so special. He's and what I have is just a, <laughs> um, ignorance. And, and so it was really... Uh, I suppose great, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of moved along, and then you know, uh, it's it's been you know, and then that was that, and then that was seven years. Mm. Um, but I will say, since the end of the show, 
I've sort of been paying yeah. what I would call actor penance. Yeah, so it hurts. But again, sort of like harkening back to earlier in our conversation, like, man, it's a good hurt. Mm-hmm. Where I've had four pilots not go. Oh. Three, three or four. And me, yeah, it's only a matter of time. But it's but you know mm-hmm. what? Right? I don't feel scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I I mean, it helps that you're on a TV show for seven years and you've hopefully saved your yeah, money. Yeah. But like, uh, and I've had other jobs. Like I, I was working with Tori on Chicago Med mm-hmm. and, you know, I did like a film and I had some voiceover work. And, but it's now I'm, I'm so grateful for Pretty Little Liars and that whole experience because now I get to feel what every actor feels. Right. But with the comfort of like, oh, I had this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't like worry about, you know, so it's twenty years and you're in a convention. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, twenty years. Yeah, like, we meet each other at a convention, it. being like, we haven't got another <laughs> job. Like there's like three people in the line. You're like, here's your three autographs. Yeah, and they're like, weren't you yeah. that guy from that? <laughs> Did thing? you used to be someone? <laughs> yeah. So although I did have, I ran into, um, I was in. Sweden last year. You ran into someone. That's what I you know. did. I ran, I ran into Tam and Cersei. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, like, I was in this layover and uh, so I'm walking around like Old Town Stockholm, which yeah, is yeah, like yeah. stunning. And this young, this young woman comes up to me. She's like, I am so sorry. I, <laughs> I, I took a photo with you. And I was like, oh, oh well, of course, that's fine. And we took a photo and she's like, oh my God, it's so, it's so crazy seeing you here. And, and we started chatting about mm. like, my family is like Swedish history and all sorts of other silly things. And at the very end, she goes, oh, and um, are you still acting? And I was like, oh. That happens to me all the time. It's like, oh, that hurts yes. in the gut. <laughs> right? The ego. Right? I, I've just done a bunch of stuff. I know. And then no you're just one like, will ever yeah. See, yeah. You know? I swear. And you sorry. overcompensate. Yeah. You're like, yes, I'm doing a podcast. I'm on stage. Yeah. You know, I keep up with everyone. Like, I, I'm I worth something. I'm worth something. <laughs> I'm doing a web series. Yeah. 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 I was like, I did something that was on Crackle. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh. Like, I don't know Crackle. Okay, yeah. you guys, I'm so fascinated by this. Tamara and I talk about this, mm. and it's love scenes. Yeah. Okay. What <laughs> is like, the most awkward, weird love scene that you've ever done? And like, who was it with? And what was like the scene like? Because mm. PLL did kind of PG. Right? But it was very PG. Because you I kissed mean, Lucy a lot, right? T- uh, tons. Tons, I tons. Did you really do tons? With Lucy. Like, oh no, I said tons. <laughs> oh yeah, we did tons. <laughs> did you really? So yeah. you use your tongue you know you're not you suppo- You know you're not supposed to. Sure. <laughs> she, and I, <laughs> she and I had that conversation. She was like, Look, they want us to sell it. And yeah. especially in the pilot. No, we I think she was just having you. fun. Yeah. Sure, fine. I'm you know. sorry. Clearly. I actually have never done a tongue. And I've been in this business for 20 years. And I've had- Have you had like a sex scene? Like a full-blown like- Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, I was naked from the back and stuff yeah. like that. Um, He was like touching me and stuff like that. I guess I haven't had like a monster's ball love scene. Oh, God. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, And then I would use- or like a- I'd use my tongue. I'd have to probably- Yeah. yeah I haven't yeah. done that. But like on Pretty Little Liars, that's a, a glorified version of a, 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 a soap. It's a nighttime soap in a way. Totally, so like yeah. you're not supposed to use your tongue. Did you use it with other people? Yeah. No. Although- Why did you say yeah. no? But you- Oh, my God. You're going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> I know. No, you I, don't. It's not- I didn't even trap you. I, I, I just got me too right here. Yeah. I- I think the whole thing was that we talked about it beforehand. Yeah, and, it's fine. And also by the end, it was so casual. Like she and I would just, I forget what scene it was, but we're basically in uh, doing this like sex scene where, where we're in the bed mm-hmm. and they said, okay, great. We got it from this angle. We're actually, it's going to be a quick move. Just like, you know, 
10, 15 minutes. Mm. So they have our robes ready if you want to go and then go sit in your chair or whatever. Mm. And Lucy and I, I think, looked at each other and we're like, I'm just going to chill out here. It was like late in the day. Mm. And so we're sitting there texting like right next to each other in bed and she all she has is like pasties and yeah. like the the decency garment or whatever oh, that's called yeah um and i've just got that like skin colored thing on is and it we're like a like, sock or is it like a i have done stuff with is it a small a sock, sock? <laughs> is um, it a small sock or is it a middle size sock i would love to say extra large 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 sock i would love to say that it's like a you know Magnum. a, 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 a sock. sock um no it's one of those like no seam socks that <laughs> like slippers with um oh my gosh uh yeah no i uh, where was i going with that something like <laughs> you and no, lucy were in oh, bed yeah you're texting never, in bed you're texting in bed i've never really had yeah. an awkward uh sex scene i've had um i've because i've had the ones where i'm like is everything that i do am i just gonna make out with people is that just gonna be yeah, the you thing? look like the makeout guy yeah i guess so i guess totally. i look like the the right kind of like he's handsome but not dangerous like that's true. You're, we're definitely going to cheat on him. Yeah, but yeah. like, no, I wouldn't. You know, really? No. You're like the Maybe. forever guy. You're like the guy. Yeah, you're you the guy that you, yeah, you stay oh, with. Oh, Yes, yeah. That's um, kind. You don't have to say names, but did you ever have crushes on people on set? Ooh. Oh, um, like romantic crushes, and you don't have to say names, but you can. <laughs> it's oh, be, it's better free for if us. you want to. Oh no, I mean, I definitely, mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely had uh, crushes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's. It's sort of in some way inevitable. I think, um, especially like, I guess season one, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, uh, full, full disclosure, like I parted ways with the person that I was with, like at the, not not the person you met. In Paris. Oh, see, there's another person uh, now. I told you like, it was like 10 people. I guess this was like <laughs> episode three or something we had just gotten back into filming the like i think i remember that and but i i was suddenly single because i i decided to part ways with the person and um and i remember like troyan and i really hitting it off mm-hmm. and and I, like it dawned on me at one point i was like whoa would that be like a thing mm-hmm. but it also became very apparent very quickly that we were very awesome friends mm-hmm. and and also Let's like travel down that road for a second. If that were to become a thing, mm-hmm. um, and then it ended, mm-hmm. like now this is like thank God. Uh, as far as I know, there weren't very many people that slept with each other on Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, um, tell the truth, result, you guys. I think there was a couple. Maybe there I was. Of, I was not one of them. <laughs> no, I, was, I had no. It was the first show I've ever done mm-hmm. that I had no crushes. Really. Or that no one gave me the time of the day to have a crush on me. Like no one was kind of flirting with me ever. And I'm not saying that people flirt all the time, but normally on the set, there's always someone. Yeah. You kind of like flirt back and forth, just not one person. Yeah. You know, it was, it was a kind of, it it was also. More family. Yeah. 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 Like I, I harass Shay in a way (laughs) that is unacceptable to pretty much anybody else. Like I love for all of her, like, you know, she's such a social media maven and oh, really rocks that. I know. I love trolling her. It is <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Did she see your comment? I hope she does. Probably doesn't. But like, <laughs> um, you know, I, she said something like today even, uh, she said something like, you know, having your phone not charged in the morning is like bad vibes to start the day or something. 
And I said it's something bad like, vibes. that's what I think of you is a bad vibe. I don't know. It wasn't like articulate. Did she respond? No. No, of course not. To like, you know, the 20,000 comments that she gets. Um, You've been on her. You're close to her though. Yeah. You're still friends? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. She has me come in. Like the most recent thing we did on her YouTube channel was a mukbang or something like that. Mm. Don't oh, know. I, that sounds like... <laughs> It was the snuff film where we killed somebody oh and then had sex with everybody. Uh, <laughs> you got to be into that thing. Sure. I didn't know what it was. I did not know what it was. And then you and just then say she, yes to things. Look at you. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'll show up. And, you know, I don't know how much she's getting paid for it. I'm seeing <laughs> yeah. none of that money. Uh, I'm literally showing up and eating weird shit right. for free. Um, and, but we were doing it because she was pregnant at the time. This was before yeah, she yeah. obviously had her child. Yeah. Uh, I think, right? Uh, and she said, like, what are pregnant cravings you know, yeah cravings and she like did a top 10 list <gasps> and then we ate all of those things and we it, need to have him on we have a show called yes. snack me we eat baby food and yes. pair it with wine wine oh <laughs> yes, yes. so we need you on the show yeah. coming on yeah can what we do like can we branch it out so i actually <laughs> I uh, i've got ideas I'm, yeah. a, I'm an investor in this this beer company in virginia <gasps> we can drink beer Ooh, yeah. and do like beer pairings let's do it yeah. beer pairings beer pairings beer pairings okay um question yeah and we'll ask a few more and then we'll do a few rapid fire because I didn't think you'd be so open. And then we'll oh, let fun. you go. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have somebody come on here that they're like, so what do you think about <laughs> blood? And they're like, I mean, it, we've it had flows a few, in the body we've had a few. We, we've had a few we can't show. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Or somebody halfway through that's like, well. They'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I like to model. <laughs> and then that's it. Modeling is like really yeah. cool. Yeah, and then that's it. <laughs> yeah. like, really, so no deeper yeah. thoughts than that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Great. So any pranks on set? Any pranks on set? Um, I feel like there was. No, you know what? Uh, there was a lot of. Uh, <laughs> no, this isn't funny. Uh, no, I was it's funny. That, Tell me. Uh, there wasn't pranking. There was a lot of bullying of of uh, Keegan Allen by me. Why? Because I would always come up to him and I would like. <laughs> grab his arms and like especially it was just because he yeah. was inexplicably ripped <laughs> at yeah, all yeah, times yeah, yeah. and I would try so hard and like there was only like a, a faint like my abs still needed to be painted on yeah. and uh, and so I would just like come up behind him and, and I'd be like I would just grab him and do this thing where I I'm essentially calling him stupid, but I, I'm like, you're so stupid, Keegan. Yeah. Let's see, there's the, there's the sickness right there. Yeah. But I would just harass him and say dumb things to him or I would like hit him with objects and and so there was a should I say this there was abuse on set I <laughs> right. definitely good to, know. That man. good to know yeah what is like when in the height of the show because I know it was such a huge show fans going crazy what was like the craziest thing a fan ever did to you mm -hmm. like did you ever get like underwear in the mail or like a boob picture or tattoo no. you know? tattoo yeah. tattoo your face on like their back I, I have seen some tattoos of the show. me on somebody's see yes yeah. I think on, I've, seen, I've seen one uh of, of you? Of my, yeah, my dad did it. No, no, no. Of my, I, of my face. God, Why was he so shocked? You were like, no, no. of you? No, no, no. Jesus. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, really? But wait. How my really? Because I was just thinking, because you had glasses on somewhere, those sunglasses. No, not of Jenna. Of Tammy. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. I had a whole life and a career <laughs> other than the show. But we're talking about the show. I That's know. What I, thought. I, know, I think I know. in my mind, I was thinking that like, 
Of Jenna, right, right. Like, who could love getting, her so much? <laughs> but somebody getting a, sh- like, going through a shitty class. tattoo parlor. <laughs> yeah. And it just looks like a bug that's also part, like, it just looks like a big, <laughs> like, yeah. a black yeah. mask. Just like a big a bee, a like a big fly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that like, could go terribly you. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've had. a tattoo of you. I, I thankfully have not had too many, like, weird encounters. I did have, uh, there was one time on set, actually. It was like a huge group scene. It was supposed to be like all the teachers together. Mm-hmm. This is when I was still a teacher or something. And, or no, I was, yeah, it was like, I guess I was teaching college at that point in the show. <laughs> um, and so there were a lot of background artists of mm-hmm. varying age ranges. And this one woman comes up to me and just like gently tugs at my sleeve. This is like in between takes. Mm-hmm. And I look at her and she goes like, so why why do you not uh, talk to me, Charlie? And I was like, "A, what vague European accent is that?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I didn't say that to her face, uh, but I was like, well, "I'm so sorry. What's that?" And she was like, "You stand here the whole time. You don't talk to me." And I was like, "Whoa. Uh, you know, I think you think I'm someone else." <gasps> and and she's she like grabs my sleeve and is, and basically says like, before you leave, we will talk. And as oh. she leans in to say it, I can smell the alcohol in her breath. She's fucked up, yeah. huh? And it was the oh. only time in my life that I felt the power of like an actor that's like a yeah, regular yeah, yeah. on a show. Yeah. Cause I went up to Laura, Laura Sylvester, who was the AD at the time and was like, that woman right there fired. And, yeah, yeah. and she goes up to her, sees that she's incoherent and belligerent. And was literally, this woman was escorted off the lot. And so like, that's not really a fan encounter, but like, <laughs> right, but it's a good encounter. I didn't answer your question. It's a weird encounter all. for sure. Yeah. Okay, should we do rapid fire and Ooh, let him go? Yeah, let's do okay. the rapid fire. And you have to say one. Just one, okay. Yes. Yeah, and then we're going to do never. Am I allowed I... to explain? Every... Nope. No, just, oh, damn it. This is, and then this never have I ever, okay? Great. <laughs> okay. Lucy or Shay? In what sense? <laughs> say, it doesn't I don't know. matter. It doesn't matter. To save their lives? No, I don't know. You just have to say, you Mary Kill. You can't ask questions. To make French toast with? I don't know. You just have to say. Okay. Oh, shit. I hate these fucking No, you're not going to get in trouble. Yes, I am. No, you're not. No one's going to shit me. No, they see that you don't. You can explain it to them. No, I can't. They're not going to understand. Oh, God. How about. This is rapid fire, not think. Like, okay, Lucy or Shay? Shoosy. <laughs> you too creative, too creative. Oh, fine. Go. Okay. Love or sex? What love? Love or money? Love. Love or it's says career. Career. <laughs> love. Chocolate or sex? Sex. I'm I'm not <laughs> chocolate's great, but you know. <laughs> sex is pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Keegan or Hugh? Oh, ah, no. Ah. No. Uh, um, Q. No. Oh. No. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Okay, um, to save their lives, um, <laughs> I'd save Keegan's life. I'm sorry, Hugh. Oh. I'm, okay. uh, yeah. I'm going to change a few of these questions, but um, yeah. uh, waxed or shaved? Ooh. On your woman. Oh, okay. Thank you for coming. I was like, I was gonna leave me? it up to you. I've never been waxed before. This is so that's rapid new... fire. Okay, fine. Sorry, fuck. You're um, so slow. Uh, waxed. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. No beard burn. Wait, oh. so. Oh. Okay, go. Okay, weed or alcohol? 
Ooh, uh, alcohol, alcohol. That's yeah. <laughs> weed or drugs? <laughs> it depends on what, weed or heroin. what drugs you're asking. <laughs> weed or heroin? Yeah, weed or cocaine? Yeah, like, weed, weed or fentanyl? I'm like, mmm, tough choice. Oh my gosh. Um, weed uh, or cocaine? Uh, weed. Yeah, hands down. <laughs> Roxy, you're judging. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, we're still doing rapid yep. fire. Okay. Uh, weed or sex? Sex. Oh. Um, Weed's not that great. Like it's great, <laughs> it's like, but you know, alcohol yes. or sex? Uh, sex. Oh, bathroom or sex? doggy bag? <laughs> Never shitting toilet again. Or, doggy bag. or sex? Or Actually, what was your question? I completely missed. Toilet it. or doggy bag? <laughs> toilet or doggy bag? Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. It was pretty cozy in my front seat as I just made a nice little O shape with my hands. I can't, fill do, the, I can't do this anymore. Uh, I think my own toilet in my own house. You should market that. You should make like human poop bags. I know. I, I mean, like there's a, a way to make a dollar. Yes. No. Yeah. Right? That was a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never have I ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. lied about being late on set. Like totally. You're, you're late and then lied about when. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. yeah. All the time. There's a car accident. There's a fire. <laughs> I lied. Can I actually tell you a lie <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I've used a bunch? Yes. Yes. This is really fucked up. <laughs> I've used this lie also to get uh, vacations because uh, <laughs> I, so my mom, remember we talked about using humor and, uh-huh. and, and, and uh-huh. in the face of tragedy and everything. Uh, yes. So we were talking earlier. My mother has lupus. Yeah. Um, my mother, uh, up until recently when she retired, was a nurse. And yeah. so she was, she worked in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say sometimes is to get out of Pretty Little Liars <laughs> so I could go on vacation with my family. It's like, I would like to spend time with my mom. Oh, and I would say this to Lisa Cochran's face. Oh, where I would, you could only tell this story now. I could yeah, only I tell the story You could never tell it then. Yeah. Um, I would be like, I would just kind of, I wouldn't finish the sentence, but I would say, I'd love to just spend some time with her because, you know, she's kind oh of been in and out of the hospital. Oh, naughty. Which is not a lie. Oh my God. Uh, not a lie. And then she, and, and Lisa's omission. like, oh, is she, is she okay? And I'm like, yeah, she, um, and I would just do this just, I mean, you can't see it because it's a podcast, but that, where, <laughs> no, we're, 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 we are recording. We are recording. <laughs> Lisa Cochran's going to be like, I'm never going to work with that motherfucker again. Blackballed from what the a, industry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I thought this was going to be like totally boring, this whole interview, because I couldn't ask anything, but I was. I, He's been I, great. You've been our best. I'm so trying. Yeah. Trying. We love you're you. trying here. You've, you've, trying my you've best. You've definitely gone. Yeah. Wait, never have I ever. Okay, never, never have you ever been hung over on set. Oh, that, uh, no. I've never been Really? Hung over never been hung over? No. Yeah. Never I have drank. been buzzed on set. I was, uh, yeah, that's oh, what I was about okay. to ask. Been drunk on set. Keith and I in the Noir episode. Uh huh. Because we had like a lunch that was at 5.30 p.m. because yeah, yeah, we had yeah. to do a night shoot. Yeah. We went across the street in our in our like costumes, like yeah. old <laughs> zoot suity looking things over to the smokehouse right across from Warner Brothers yeah. and had three martinis each. <laughs> and then I would came be, back I would to be work. Dead. Yeah, I'd be dead. Oh my God. We, I mean, granted, no, none of us had to do anything. I think I was like, I had to like run into an alleyway and be yeah, like, yeah. if you had lines, stay or something. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But no, if I had like a full blown monologue or something, no. I worked no. with an actor who was, um, I found out because his coffee was always smelling. He would always be really weird in the morning. Yeah. And I I was like, did my own sort of Nancy Drew. And I was like, I was like. <laughs> By drinking it, being like. Yeah, I was like, like I was like, something's in that fucking cup, right? Yeah, yeah. So I like, I went and I stole his cup, his coffee. I stole his coffee and I smelled it. It's like it. CSI. Oh yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was whiskey. And yeah, I told man. the producers, I was like, this is bullshit. Because he was driving me too. Oh, yeah, he was oh driving no. me on set. And I was like, this is bullshit. And the whole day he'd be really drunk. But he was a great actor, so you would never know. But then by five o'clock, 
he'd be so like kind of getting sober and to be an asshole around five. Oh, and yeah. then you start drinking at seven. And it was so sad. But then someone told me this great sort of nugget of information that he wouldn't be able to give the performance he gave without being <gasps> wasted. God, or whatever. Sad. What does you know? his name so, rhyme like, with? Moxie Hart? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Zion Hardon. <laughs> yeah. Hard on. That, Hard on. Yes. That's welcome oh. to my high school experience. Uh, smelly sock. I mean, I got it all. Yeah, smelly sock. <laughs> shit in a bag. <laughs> we're, hard on. we're a pair. Why didn't we meet a long time ago? I, I don't know. We did technically meet but a long time But we didn't ago. really, we didn't yeah. really connect yeah. like that. Okay, Roxy, you go. Okay. Mm, never have I ever said someone else's name when getting jiggy with it. Oh, yeah. Oh! Totally. And how did that pan out? Uh, which time? <laughs> uh, did you just forget? Yes. Uh, um, one one was forgetting. Were you drunk? One was um, one was uh, picturing uh, someone else's face. Uh huh. And uh, and then another was like a, a new relationship, and I just gotten out of something yeah, yeah, with yeah. someone before that. And in the heat of the moment, oh. who's yelling names in the heat of the moment? <laughs> I, first off, like, I wasn't Jessica, like, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica. Yes, Jessica. Like who's yeah, yelling there wasn't that like, name? You know, mid eject. Did I like look <laughs> into the sky and be like, Stacy? You know, like a la like you know, streetcar oh, name desire, yeah. which was Stella. I realized not fucking Stacy. <laughs> God, that'd be a different show oh if he was Stacy. <laughs> would not yeah. sound. Really and how do you enough. cover that up after you're done with that? Like, is that a... Well, one, it was clear that she was not wanting to finish and was just like, I'll let it slide. And and another one, it was like, what'd you say? And I was like, and we're done. I I, I said, I'm sorry. Did you get to finish at least? No. Oh. And, and it's okay, because I don't think I was... deserved that. No, no. Okay. I can't breathe. Okay. Have you ever slept in your car because of a fight with a girlfriend? Um... No, <laughs> I have slept <laughs> outside, like um, in the wilderness, like out in the star, in a backyard. <laughs> like so, it, it was like I mean, it was just, this was a while ago, but yeah, I guess. Uh huh. I, I have not slept in the same bed as a significant other because of a fight. But yeah, does does he snore? What about, yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you I snore? No, I don't. Oh, I, well, that's good. No, I have yeah. night terrors, though. <laughs> which is which like, is, you're like, I don't snore, but I'm like, no, no. Yeah, I just start, but I've, so uh, I've been told that as much as I would, I will apparently just start screaming. And, <laughs> oh, but no. it's not, but it's not like, oh, uh, like I'll wake up it's and like, aggressive. you know, my pecs like <laughs> pulsing in the moonlight or something. <laughs> it's like, apparently, it's, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and and then I, I'm awakened. Uh, but yes, yeah. So like, never have I ever <laughs> screamed like a man in my, in my unconscious okay. state. Oh my god! Never. Okay. Never have I ever kissed a guy. Ooh. Oh no, I have. Oh no, no, not acting. Yeah. Oh, uh, this I have is the best fuck. Oh um, my god! Tell, tell, he's like, tell. how much are you going to talk about my personal? No, I, 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 it was. I mean, it was college, and um, it was one of those things where <laughs> it's also drama school. How do you, so. well, how do you explain? Go, go. For uh, it. I mean, it's it's uh, hard to in that you mm-hmm. when you go to a drama school such as the one that I went to, um, it is a den of sin. I mean, it's like really. <laughs> And uh, and there was a moment where it was clear that I had um, 
I was, I was just at this party and, uh, and things that sort of devolved into the way that sometimes these parties devolved into. Mm-hmm. And I found myself, um, with this woman and, uh, who I knew her boyfriend mm-hmm. and, and I was kind of like, uh, and, and it was clear that she was trying to engage. And I said, is, is this all right? Like, is that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. He doesn't mind. Um, and then the next thing I sort of remember was he was there and he just sort of leaned in and kissed me. Mm-hmm. And but you didn't push away. No. And mm-hmm. in that moment, because also like I had never, I had no problem um, because my, because of my sister, like I had no problem with, with <laughs> folks of the LGBTQ persuasion. Right. And, and it was never gross to me right. in that um, it, it would only be gross if I really like hated the person and they were trying to mm-hmm. kiss me. And I have felt that way with women mm-hmm. that have leaned in and like expected me to give back or, um, you know, certain uh, folks that are like, well, don't you know who I am? And, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Um, so that's when I find disgusting. This was just somebody that after he kind of planted it on me mm-hmm. and sort of leaned back to mm-hmm. see if like I was into it, I like s- stood there for a second. And I was like, you know, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and both of them were amazing. They were mm-hmm. both like, Oh, okay. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, let's continue to be friends. Yeah. And that was that totally fine after that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like mm-hmm. uh, in, cause in that moment, you know, I think if you don't mm-hmm. actually ask, like, is this something that I'm into, then you're kind of shutting down a lot of life. But I, uh, but no. And so to answer your question, yeah, I have. Do you think that we're all a little fluid? Like everyone's got sort of a bisexuality mm-hmm. within them? Totally. I mean, um, I think it really depends on, well, it depends on so many things and everybody's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sound, I think, I, I have a feeling there's going to be like hashtag okay boomer after this, even though <laughs> no. I'm not in the boomer, but like, no. you know, I think there's maybe a desire to have a bunch of, of labels these days. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I really feel for several of friends of mine who are bisexual and have been bisexual for years. And now with the various labels that one could place on oneself, mm-hmm. um, that sort of desire to be like, Oh, well, am I, am I this now? Am I, Am I that? Whereas like maybe just out of laziness, I would just say, no, I, I, I love this person. Right. Or I just, I want to bang this person. Like it's happy about them. But, um, for me, I've just never, you know, been in love or really been sexually attracted to a man. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I, I think it's kind of one of these things that like, it's never, uh, it's never just registered with me. I have been, I have loved, and still do love many men. men. Yeah. You know, I have great relationships with my male friends, like um, Julian Morris, who, uh, you know, worked with us on the show. Mm-hmm. Whenever I like go over uh, to his house when I'm leaving, mm-hmm. we literally like, I kiss him on the cheek and say goodbye. Of course. The yeah, same way cool. that I would with like, you know, a female friend. Yeah. So, uh, Jesus, I don't think that was an ever, ever, ever answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, it's 40 minutes later. I'm making out. Okay. Jesus, is this podcast? Roxy, yeah, ask like, the last yeah. one. Roxy, okay. ask the last one. Never have I ever. Ask one, two, three, four. Ask the f- fifth one. One, two, three. Oh, that's a good one. Never have I ever stolen something from sex. Oh, all the time. I have your, <laughs> I have your hoodie, by the way. Oh, Do you really? Yeah. No, no, no. Show? Not your hoodie. Mm. Ezra's hoodie. Yeah. In my closet, yeah. No shit. Yeah, and oh. I don't want to give it back. I, I stole I was just a cold. ton of socks. I think I was just cold and I just like kept it. 
Yeah, I got a lot of stuff from set. In fact, uh, am I wearing (laughs) these jeans? Actually, might have been from set, and I've just destroyed them. Uh, (gasps) But yeah, no, I I, all the time. So is it like clothes or is it like stuff? Not like you know, yeah, uh, like whole chairs and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Furniture sets. They come back. I was like, "Where's this desk chair?" (laughs) And like, I was like, "This looked nice." Uh, (laughs) No, I, I, um, no, I just had the the like. I would just walk off with socks yeah. or at the end of the season, I'd be like, man, I really love this jacket and then I'm just going to take it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and because I think it was part of me was thinking like the studio is like a multi, yeah. you know, they don't need billion it. dollar. Right. Yeah, they've got enough. Of course, every like wardrobe person that we've ever worked with <laughs> nice. was like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't take the shoes you know. and the pants. Yeah. So yeah, I, I will not do it ever again. Please hire me. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, You're thanks the, for having me. Wonderful. More than I mm-hmm. thought we were gonna bite off. So thank you. Um, again, I'm so inspired by you as a person. Really? I have, yeah, and I haven't really got to know you until recently. I hope we can still connect in some way through acting or something. Indeed. But I just. I think you're inspirational. I think you're a good person. And I haven't haven't laughed. And I needed that. I needed that laugh. Mm-hmm. So I cannot now go to bed without thinking of you pooping in a bag in the car. <laughs> I want so. everybody so across good. the land. And I'm not going to cut it out. I can't. I'm sorry. No, I don't I expect it's the, be- it's the best thing we've, we've had all, all year. So thank you. Of course. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. We Thanks just, we me. loved having you. You please, will you come back and see us? I had a blast. Yes, yeah. Yes. We would love to have you come back. Where, what is the, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I swear I'm sorry. I was holding that. Uh, where is the best place for people to find you on your social? Oh, uh, don't. If you don't share this and I'm not, I'm done. No. Oh no. Um, uh, uh, like no one can find it. I think, I think it's Ian M. Harding on both Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm the one just like type in Ian Harding on Instagram. I'm the one that comes up. I don't think my picture has changed in a solid four <laughs> years. To post more. I may. Sure. <laughs> I, I, uh, if you really want to read a great book. Uh, well, no, I, now this, this interview just needs to end. Just go. Um, uh, We're uh, fine. We're here till, yeah. we're here till five. Uh, yeah. We'll I, stay all day. I would say uh, that's where people can find me is on Instagram at uh, E&M Harding. It's the, whichever one has the check mark. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. What does the M stand for? A million, doesn't it? Oh, how many millions? No. Oh, God. What a douchey thing to say. Oh, you mean in my name? The millions I have. Oh, God. The zillion and the million. What an ass bag. How pretentious. I'm sorry. Um, Well, it stands for million and for mother of shit as well. No. Package it. uh, Ian Michael Harding. Oh, okay. The whitest name. (laughs) It's great, though. It's such a good Hollywood name. It's like Ian Michael Harding. Really? Yeah, it's very sexy. It feels a little like the theater world in like the early 1900s. Like it's a three name (laughs) thing. You know, it's like, you know, Ian M. Harding in the... (laughs) The dame's got class, you know. And oh my gosh! It's me, like, in with some little mustache, you know. I don't know. We're gonna let you go. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. You <laughs> and you can find us on Women on Top Official on Instagram and Women on Top Podcast on Facebook. Thank you, Roxy Soxy. This Thank has you, been one love. for the books. And don't forget to, to rate, subscribe, and comment. Yes, comment. Thanks, for guys. Us. We love you. We love you, and we are Women on Top. top.